Hello everybody, welcome to We Seal Genesis. It is your host, Shadia. I am truly pumped to come to you yet another beautiful episode that is going to be amazing that is going to transform your mind and that's going to renew your mind to shift towards the goals and the purpose that God has for you I remember starting this podcast earlier this summer and my theme or my goal has always to be renewed in my mind be transformed in my spirit I knew that conforming wasn't a thing for me. I had reached a point in my life where I knew that the things of this world didn't matter and there was something that was pushing me and continuously shifting me to search for jobs in ministry, to serve for purpose, to put myself through a school of learning a lot from YouTube, learning a lot from podcasts, from the word of God, from amazing human beings that had already walked that path. And today, as I sit here to record this particular episode, I just want to thank God, especially for your lives, for my life, and for every single person that is alive in this world right now we have such a great privilege to be alive and it's such a blessing and we need to push for god and work for him work so that the world can see that there is a god it is with this motivation that i have been able to come across several tools to enhance my spirituality amongst many of them include fasting and prayer include reading books that are of spiritual development and personal development nature and i'm telling you this has been the best year of my life despite the fact that everybody keeps saying that you know 2020 has been vicious I agree 2020 has been vicious, but I've been through worse times. Look, we've been through worse times and even Christ has been through worse times by dying on the cross, by dying in agony, by being nailed to that cross. Listen, there is nothing as painful as going through that. And I do not wish that on any other human being. He had to suffer all that dirty stuff. In order for you and I to be here today to glorify that a God does exist. So when we talk about the Trinity and we talk about God coming down in a form of a human being to set an example for his people, we need to take this seriously. Coming up to this, the story of David comes up to mind. I am reading a book that is operating in the power of God's grace. It's by Robert Henderson. And like, I really like to be diverse when it comes to finding out information and empowering myself. I'm not one or tunneled visioned. I love to take the best out of everybody. And I believe that in every season, one thing that I've noticed is that God will send a particular preacher or writer to come alive in you. And this evening, I'm just blessed to know the significance of the story of David and Goliath. Growing up, we've always known the significance that, you know, it was a young boy that killed a Philistine. But several points stand out to me that I want to share with you tonight. I want you to understand that 
it is true that there is grace for everybody, but it's it's even more important to tap into that grace and use it to your advantage to glorify God because that's why he gives us this grace. He doesn't, you know, call on certain people just to not do anything with their lives or not to make a significance in his kingdom and i'm happy that we have such references like this and rather than putting ourselves in the story and trying to say that yes i'm gonna be this david or i'm gonna i'm gonna break all these goliaths in my life it's better to see it as a reference point as an example that if david could do it what are some of the things that stood out for you in this story that you can use by yourself to live a purposeful life that God has destined you. He created us in his image and his in, in his likeness in the beginning of creation in Genesis as it tells us. That is very deep. But let's dive right in. Um, there are a few things that stand out for me when I read the David and Goliath story. I have read this several times, but this time around, I was able to pick up certain things that were very relevant to our walk with God as God's people. The story really starts by telling us how, you know, Israel is in deep trouble and how the Philistines actually have so much power. It talks about the kind of, um, you know, the, 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 the person that Goliath is. And it gives so much description to tell us what this battle is about and what all this chaos is about in Israel. And as a matter of fact, Goliath tempted or taunted these Israelites for 40 days. For 40 days, he kept coming and requesting for these people to bring their person to, you know, to fight. And they weren't able to. It tells us in First Samuel chapter, uh, 1 Samuel 17 verse 5. 1 Samuel verse 17 verse 11 actually tells us that when Saul and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistine they were dismayed and greatly afraid why are we always scared of the things of the world when we do know that the word of God is alive and is in us and if we were created in his image and his likeness we can fulfill this I feel that we tend to, you know, shift focus on prayer and the power of God and more focus on what is apparent. Like if there's a war, then soldiers or the ar- or the army would be sent to fight these wars. You know, God is a powerful God and the battle is not ours to fight. The battle is for God. So first of all, if you're going to go in the word and you're going to believe in yourself as a human being, You have to believe that no matter what comes against you, you will be able to accomplish it and accomplish it only with confidence. If you know the word of God and you are ready, you've basically done your homework. You've basically done the things that you're supposed to do as a follower of Christ to arm yourself so that when these time comes, you'll be ready. So after this little text we the story actually goes back and describes how the father of david jesse sends him 
to give food to his brothers. Mind you, he is the youngest of all the brothers. And his the first three older brothers are in combat. They are basically, you know, the ones that have been chosen to follow Saul to go to the battleground because they believe that, you know, they have the power. They have the education. They have the degree. They have what it takes to fight the battle. So the first point that I wanted to bring up was that, you know, God will provide a place, a situation or a circumstance, just like David's father, Jesse sent him to take food. This is how your assignment is going to show up. You are not going to know what your assignment is. And as we study a lot of characters in the Old Testament, they didn't know it was as a matter of God placing that situation in the moment of time for them. So God will provide this situation for you. God will provide a place for you to be able, that, that, that timing to be able to, to, you know, push you that, hey, my son, my daughter, this is your time. But when God does that, you like David will have to obey and honor it. And we see that in Let's see where we see that. We actually see that in 1 Samuel 17. We actually see it in verses 20. After his father tells him, David actually wakes up early in the morning. It actually says early in the morning. It doesn't say morning. It doesn't say dawn. It says early in the morning. So we know that it was early he knew that he had a battle he he was very excited to take this food to his brothers and 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 definitely he he probably already heard about what was going on definitely there were rumors all over the place and this was his chance and this was his opportunity and he wasn't gonna let anybody take that away from him he wouldn't let laziness or any type of forces do this to him How did he do this? Because he was already trained. He was a shepherd boy. In order to be a shepherd boy and to train your your animals, you have to be able to wake up ahead of time to make plans. So he had already this installed in him to be able to, you know, move ahead. So when he woke up early in the morning, he made provision for the sheep. He made sure he left the flock with a keeper. And as his father had directed him, he went over there to the battleground where he could where, where he could hear shouting in the battle cry so as of that time the israelites and the army the phd army as i like to call them were still scared and they didn't even have anyone as confident anyone who had courage to come up front and even as they were still feeling that way his older brother had the audacity to question him this was a curious little boy who liked adventure this was a curious young and handsome man who was interested in showing the courage of god and his own brother was trying to discourage him and this brings me to that my third point where i say that people including family will try to discourage you your friends will try to remind you that you only have a high school diploma your friends will always try to remember that you were that person in school or you were that person back in the day 
who didn't know anything or who wasn't worthy of anything. But we're not back in the day. We are in the present now. And all your experiences and life choices and everything that you've been through, but now you're listening live on this podcast, has strengthened you. You are alive and that's what all that matters. So David claps back in my fourth point, which I like to call it, with the word of God and with affirmations. And I love this about David because I'm learning that in order to overcome all those things in our families and all those things that tell us that we cannot do something, we just need to know the word of God. He says, let no man's courage fail. And this was when he actually was called called into Saul's presence because people were hearing that, you know, he was interested and people will propel you. The same people that will bring you down. There are other people that are actually going to push you forward. So they pushed him to Saul and he tells Saul, let no man's courage fail because of Goliath. Your servant, which is himself, will go out and fight with this Philistine. And he doesn't even end there. He said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep. When a lion bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and attacked it and rescued the lamb from his mouth. He was prepared to tell Saul and show him his resume, which is our fifth point right now. We are able to show our resume because we're better prepared when we were in our time of training. In your time of training, when you had time to, you know, take time to read your Bible, take time to join a believing church, take time to fellowship so that you know the power and the grace that exists and you wanted to tap in it. So you did that fast. So you did those prayers. So you woke up at midnight and prayed and thank God for a new day while others slept. So you were better prepared to show your resume when the king asked you to show your resume. So preparation really matters in our fifth point. And in our last and sixth point, you need to remember what God has done in the past. It said, and David said, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. And what did Saul tell him? He said, go and may the Lord be with you. The rest was history because he went there and with the courage and the power and the grace of God, he was able to defeat this giant Philistine that the Israelites could not find anyone to fight in the 40 days. And this is how we need to tune our minds that no weapon formed against us will prosper. The perfect thing about David is in all of this situation, he didn't have the basic qualifications that would allow him to shine in the eyes of men. But he had God's qualifications. He didn't even need all that military wear to win the battle. He won the battle with knowledge, with wisdom, with the word of God, and with confidence and courage. So tonight I pray that starting this week you would start to see your yourself in the image and the likeness of god because this is where it starts 
you're able to renew and transform your mind that the more you know about God, the better that you can love, the better that you can forgive, the better that you're going to build a free space in your mind so that you can accomplish the things that God has put you on this earth to do. Because that's all that matters. Wealth goes away, everything goes away, but the words of God never die. And I just want to thank God for giving me this beautiful message to send to you today. I'm reading the the, the New Testament in addition, and I'm finding so many things. You know, Jesus Christ is just calling us to understand that through him, everything is sorted. So why don't you give your life to him? Why don't you want to live how he lived and conquered the flesh to actually have a peaceful spirit? I pray that the Lord will strengthen you and I pray that he would give you that new transformation because it's beautiful. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you so much for listening. It's been amazing. Share this message to any of your friends or family members to encourage them. You'll never know who needs to hear this. But the power of God is alive. And before we end 2020, let us arm ourselves with what matters now. The word of God. Because it's the only thing that will keep us through the rest of our lives. See you later next week with another wonderful episode. Enjoy your evening.